What? Really? Oh. Already? We're in the future. I wasn't it's, ready for that. It's 2023, and we're all uh, we're we're all stars now. Take a load off. Hey, all that's living is gold. Oh, that glitters is gold. Glitters is gold. Anyway, I am uh, the emaciated Ben Rosenthal. <laughs> oh, gee. That'll do. Uh, and I am one of your co-hosts here on the Hack the Dino Gaming Cast, where we bring you news, previews, and uh, discussions about gaming's past, present, and future. But I'm not the only one who sits in this chair and talks the words with my mouth noises. I'm joined by... Uh, the pasty white enabler. Pasty white enabler. The pasty white enabler. The man who loves a pasty, a pasty pasty, particularly with Pikachu, Floppy Staric. Hello. What's what's happening, Floppy? What's going on? What's happening? Uh, it's goddamn hot. It is. It's it's real hot. So it's so hot actually. Like uh, I have I've deviated from my usual uniform, mm. uh, which is all year round. Pants. Uh, pants and a shirt. Mm-hmm. Not wearing pants today. Do it, Sean. Stand up. Stand up, stand up, stand up, stand up. Sta- oh, you can't see. Oh, look at that little bit of leg. Look at that. I always wear shorts. I don't. So I have uh, my own built-in high visibility mm. uh, when it comes to the reflective tendencies or properties of my pasty white legs. Do you know what's great about my shorts? <coughs> I'll show you. They're on you, not me. They're green. <laughs> I look at them like, what? It's grey shorts. like <laughs> Anyway, uh, while Floppy and I are playing uh, Legsies under the table, we're joined by, not Anto, but this person. Hello. It's Brayden. How are you all? I hope you're all doing well. I hope 2023 is off to a wonderful start for everyone. It was been off to a really great start, especially for the four of us. Anto couldn't be here tonight. Mm. Um, but a little bit later on, we're going into what little excursion we went on. We did go on an excursion. A while ago. I'm on holidays too. Oh, wow. Uh, but... Floppy, Anto isn't here tonight. Correct. Where is he? He mm-hmm. is... This is your chance. You, you get one back here now. <laughs> yeah, okay. You could make maybe a little bit of warning. Possibly. Uh, when do I ever? <laughs> so where's Anto tonight, Floppy? He's in... Guam? Yes. Yep, Guam. He's Good. picking coffee beans. In Guam. For Ben. Because that's, f- that's how Ben gets his coffee beans. In Guam. Yeah. That's... Okay. <laughs> I feel like Ben's going to sue you for slander. No, no. no I mean, I mean co- <laughs> coffee needs to grow between the two tropics. So, yeah. Is coffee, in, coffee from Guam good? Can that, we get the expert that, opinion? Coffee doesn't grow in Guam. <laughs> well, then you better get him back here. <laughs> he, oh, no, what have I done? <laughs> he, you sent him on a wild goose chase. <laughs> yeah, so Anto has been sent on a wild goose chase by Ben to get coffee from a place where coffee doesn't exist. Uh, I blame society. As always, society, society. you're at fault. Braden, what have you been uh, busying yourself with? Oh, I mean, I work retail, so Christmas is insanity. Yeah. Um, And I've been reading good comics, been playing good video games, been enjoying some some nice, relaxing holiday time, but uh, it's good. It's good? It's been pretty good. Now, you got uh, a little bit of uni left for this year? A little bit. This should be my last year, so... Yeah? Exciting. Very exciting, very stressful, very exciting. But what are you uh, gonna? Are you gonna like once you get your degree? Are you going to like then go to another degree, or are you gonna like do what a lot of people do and go? Oh, I'll get a teaching degree now. Oh God, no, no, <laughs> no. I've I've Bachelor of Arts. I've had no joke. Every single year I've been at uni, the course coordinators all come up and they're like, "So, are you thinking of doing teaching?" Because 
everyone else. They they convinced so many people to do it. Because every time there's a shortage. Like, nah, I'm good, thanks. <laughs> I'd the, make a good teacher. Let the teachers be teachers. You'd be a good teacher. I reckon you'd be a good teacher, Brayden. You'd be a good high school teacher. Yeah, because I could talk shit with the lit kids. Yep, yep. And then um, you, you, you'd know all their tricks because you're still young. I'd be a heaps good high school teacher because I'm down with all their lingos. I yep. would be a heaps good librarian like Giles from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yes. Like Even when I watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer, I associated with Giles. But now I look at him and go, man, I want those glasses. Would you just call all Americans colonials like Giles does? Yes, 100%. <laughs> And uh, we're convicts. Anyway, we're a video game talk show where we talk about video games. And there's been a little bit of video game stuff happening. But mm-hmm. before we get into that, let's talk about what video game stuff's been happening with us. Oh, can I go? Yeah, no, Braden can go. because right, Braden can go first because it's first Hello. Sheet. I don't want to show any footage because having now been playing this game for up to, I think I'm at like 37 hours. Wow. Um, this, this, there's a lot of this game if you really want there to be a lot of this game, which I do want there to be a lot of this game. Um, God of War Ragnarok is just exactly what I want. More of the same? It's more God of War, but with even more bonkers crazy... Uh, the Norse mythology stuff is getting ramped up to 11 at this point. Um, the character development and the twists are nuts. Um, there's been some gameplay fun, which has been very interesting. That changes it up from the first one. Um, and I, I don't want to spoil too much because it's so easy to spoil it. But like, oh my God, I, I was playing it last night and I, this character twist reveal happened and I like almost threw my controller across the room. Like, I don't have a problem spoiling it, ladies and gentlemen. It's all a dream. Oh, well, there you go. Kratos wakes up. He's actually a pasty white podcast host. <laughs> And this is a story that uh, Kratos has been telling for, uh, for, for over the course of five episodes. That's why he's bold. Yeah. What? You think I'm Kratos? That is, no, no, that I is, think when you dream of yourself, you picture Kratos. That is one thing I will say in terms of the storytelling. In terms of a character development perspective, Kratos has grown from going, ugh, boy, to... Actually being able to tell stories. Does he string together sentences now? Oh my god, he strings together the best as a sentences. <laughs> of course he does. You, you saw that acceptance speech. I tell you what, no, actually legitimately, I was playing this game and it got to a part and I watched this entire sequence and then I just went, yeah, I'm glad Christopher Drudge won because like that, that scene alone was unreal. Is that the one with the flashback? Uh, oh... Oh, there's a lot. There's a lot going on there. We'll talk but, after uh, the show yes. about that. Um, also, like uh, people know that he's in it because he was in the trailers. Um, the actor who plays Odin yeah, from like amazing. the West Wing. Yep. I can't remember. Uh, Richard Schiff. Oh, so you remember good. Last show, uh, it was one of those cases where he took the role because his son loved the game and said, yep. oh, "Take it, <laughs> take it, take it now." But yeah, legitimately, I've gotten a lot more of Odin later in the game, which isn't too much of a spoiler, but like. Oh, man. And, like, all the Asgardian, like, uh, all the different Norse gods and stuff, like, oh, it's so good. Uh, have you finished it yet? Uh, I feel like I'm, like, this far away from finishing it. Right. And I just am uh, um, uh, installed and downloaded and I'm going to be playing Marvel's Midnight Suns, which I've been curious about this entire time. Interested because, to see what you think. Yeah, I love the XCOM games and I love Marvel, so it seems like a match made in heaven. Hmm. 
Uh, Floppy. Yes, mate. What have you been playing and, and got your hot little collective fingers on? So I finished Evil West, which I was playing over Christmas. You were very excited about that. I was that. very excited about this because it was exactly what I need at that time of year. I also work in retail, so it was very, very busy, very, very stressful. I quite often need to come home and just shoot stuff and belt it with Sorry, giant what? iron fist gloves and things like that. Uh, this game was awesome. It was like if you took... The linear progression of like a Doom level, mm-hmm. something like that, with the over-the-top violence and comedic effects of Borderlands, put them in the setting of Red Dead and threw some vampires in there. Nice. Uh, look, it's never going to win any awards for anything of the years. And it did not. <laughs> no, but it also didn't need to be. It wasn't trying to be that. It was so much fun. Sometimes that's all you need though. It, it was exactly what I needed. It was I could turn my brain off. I could enjoy it. It was fun. The controls and the combos and things were quite simple. Oh, it was gruesome. Uh, the story was hilarious. The characters are over the top. Like it was just what I needed. I really like the cell shaded sort of look. Mm-hmm. So um, I like it when games do that because then you don't get too ticked off if things don't look too real because mm-hmm. you know they're not trying to. No. But then again, the backgrounds actually look amazing. I was going to say pretty well rendered. I think this is probably a pretty high quality. Um, footage of it to be honest but yeah uh, look oh, it also if you take did you ever see that movie Wild Wild West with Will Smith and Kevin Klein uh, Wiki Wiki yeah. Wiki in the Wild Wild West so you know West, how they have the whole Desperado. sort of steampunky tech of the time that you're like well that could maybe work spider yeah. legs yeah totally. that giant spider could yeah, totally yeah. work you're like yeah that could that looks like yeah. so they have stuff like that like his like gauntlet and things that he wears all looks very mechanical and very much of the time even though it's ridiculous it would never work so yeah um, spider legs but it was spider great legs. It was, it's a, probably a 10 hour game for anyone else which means for me it's 3 weeks and 14 hours <laughs> Um, but I finished it I rolled credits on it I did a dad finish I'm never going to 100% complete it because I'm never playing that thing on the hard difficulty because no why would you because uh, that's not fun no um, so I finished that and then I got to start a game that I've been really looking forward to for quite a while mm-hmm. uh, you know I like my horror theme stuff mm. uh, and it's another 10 to 14 hour game which is also quite linear uh, I started playing Callisto Protocol Ooh, lots so, of uh, head smashing there yeah, a lot of the team that made Dead Space, like the original Dead Space. Now, this game, all A, man, it looks pretty. And I'm pretty sure that is that the guy that plays uh, your character, I think he's Josh Dumal or something. He was from the Transformer films, amongst other things. Yes. He's is that, that him? He's that one soldier guy from Michael Bay's Transformers. Yes. Right, so he's cool. in prison now for starring in such horrible films? Uh, yes, apparently. Yep. Uh, no, this game is it is gruesome. It is... It, can be quite scary. They got the whole jump scare thing going on. Braden, prob's not going to like it. Not going to lie. Nope. <laughs> um, but there are some cool little elements where there are stealth elements where you know there are a blind creatures, which is very sort of like uh, Last of Us with like the clickers. Mm-hmm. So you have to sneak up behind them, use some, some stealth things instead of just going everything blasting. My favorite thing about this game is the upgrade system. Oh, you use three D printers. Oh, gosh. No, no, it's so cool. You put it into this little thing. So and you put it in there and wait three days and then come back and it's like No, no, corrupted. you use futuristic 3D printers where it takes 12 seconds. Oh, right. Uh, and it just, just, you put it in there and you choose the upgrade you want to do it and these little lasers come out and go... And it's... Oh, man, it's so satisfying to watch. One of the um, criticisms I read about it with people reviewing this because uh, this, of course, released last year and was part of my fantasy critic mm-hmm. and because it didn't do terribly well is one of yeah. the reasons why I, I came second. I don't know why. I haven't looked into what they were. But. Uh, so the main one is that it relies on dodging and parrying too much. Too much? Is it yeah. trying to be a like 
Soulsborne game? It's, it's so easy. Like you, can, if a if a if a nasty uh, nasty creature sort of lunges at you, you can either just move your stick left or right, and it automatically does a dodge, which you can follow with an attack. Yeah, it's so super people easy. found that hard. If they if I can do it without too much ease, they're all. But I mean, is this because like we're old man gamers? Like, is it because that's how simple gaming used to be when we were younger people? And no, so I that's would... ingrained. So we're, we're used to that. Whereas nah, now see, all I these play... young kids who are reviewers uh, expect all these 20 million button combinations. It's like, I don't have I don't think that. so because I didn't have access to as many games as, say, you did as a kid. So I don't have that ingrained in me. Like, I've been playing modern games longer than I played old games. Really? I reckon. Oh, I'm so sorry. It is what it is. I still have my old games that I love. Uh, but yeah, no, the dodge and parry thing is easy. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't. So if you can't do that, I'm like, you're just looking for something to complain about at that point. Mm. Brayden? Yo. Did you want to go through what Anto's been playing, seeing how Anto couldn't be here this evening because he's in Guam? Sure. I'll, I'll be the Guam correspondent here. <laughs> um, now, Anto's been playing something called Final Fantasy. <laughs> Never heard of it. Um, Origins Stranger of Paradise in the Forgotten Lands of the Not Knowing Who the Person Is. Good. Uh, it seems to be the title. Um, speaking it, of which, speaking of Final Fantasy, did uh, everyone watch that video that I put up in the Discord? Uh, no. Of Kenny one? Omega's entrance to his match in New Japan against um, Will Ospreay? I have no idea what you're talking about. So Kenny Omega is the video game freak, and he's come out dressed as Akuma. He's come out dressed as Sans from Undertale. Yeah, but what is this person doing? He's a wrestler. Oh, you probably should lead with that. I said New Japan. <laughs> what does that mean? Everyone knows who New Japan is. Or what New Japan is. Brayden, do you know what New Japan is? Uh, it's a wrestling league, isn't it? Yeah, there you go. Oh, See? Uh, I have no idea. Anyway, Sorry. he came out, cosplayed as Sephiroth to um, One Winged Angel as well. Incredible. Oh, that's pretty cool. Like, he, he stood up there and went like that on the music cue, and this wing came out on the screen, and then the camera panned around, and he looked at it and had that little smirk on his face and winked, and then he came down, and he's doing all the Sephiroth stuff as well. It was, oh, great. Did the camera immediately go down to a butt shot? No, oh, okay. it should have. I wish. But uh, that match as well, uh, easily match of the year. It was freaking amazing. Um, so everyone should watch that. Anyway, uh, back right. to what Anto's been playing. He's been playing this Final Fantasy thing. Cool. And what else has he been playing there? He's also been playing a little something called... Castlevania. Called Game of the Year is what this thing should be called. <laughs> what? What is it? It's a little game called uh, Vampire Survivors. Uh, oh. You, you might have heard of it because it's the best game ever. You might have heard of it. Brayden pulled us aside after one show when you oh, were on and said, this. guys, you've got to play this game. I downloaded it because at the Game Awards, they announced it was on mobile. Mm-hmm. So I downloaded it. it. It doesn't do too well on mobile. The control, it's, the the motion, the move control is a little bit weird on mobile. I have found it a little bit of a pain. But it's a I, shmup, right? Like, you just walk around. You just yeah, walk around with your, and you power up. Yeah. Um, do you uh, know if it's on Switch? Um, I don't believe it's on Switch yet. <sighs> it needs to be on Switch. If it was on uh, Switch. If it was on Switch, that would be like primo place to play it. Um, probably. If you've got a stream deck, it's probably excellent. Switch probably can't run it, truth be told. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it can can't get wait insane. Can't this, this game can like visually... Let's just skip ahead to later on. That's, <laughs> that's nothing. Um, the opening of the chests is so satisfying. It so looked- isn't it, you get to level 146 and you go up against death Yeah. and you just can't beat death? Yeah, you get 30 minutes in and then death comes and kills you. But I haven't gotten far enough yet. I think there's more than that. Can I this, spoil something um, for you? Go for it. You can defeat death. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. This like, seems like the kind of I thing where... I got close to it recently and I was like, ooh. 
This seems like the kind of thing where you could just like pick it up for 10 minutes if you want. Yeah. And then just put it down straight away. Yep. Like, and just you can. Or sit there for an hour. Basically, yeah, they, if you want to, you can play it in 30 minute chunks because you get to 30 minutes and death comes and kills you. But you won't survive 30 minutes oh. first up. No, um, first up, not at all. Not when you up, ever so one thing minutes. I haven't been able to get is when you upgrade, how do you keep your upgrades? Because I always start again with his whip. So, so what you do, you need to get... So you choose your weapon. Yep. Your, your character who has a certain weapon attached to them. Alucard. And then you also can get like five more weapons. But then you also get the upgrade ability items as well. Right. Those match up and create combinations which then upgrade those weapons. And basically the like tactics of the game in its roguelike fashion is that you're trying to work your way to get the upgraded version of everything. Right. Because it just makes the like you would just fly through the game at that point. So my how, how do I Start with my upgrades. So, uh, let me see if I can remember one off the top of my head. Um, you can get the uh, the knives. Um, if you're using the throwing knife, uh, you want the bracer to upgrade that. Mm-hmm. Actually, I wonder if this guy has... Uh, I don't know. Let's see if he's got... Um, I, I, I just want to just click here, answer. Well, I mean, yeah, there's like... You can just Google uh, like what combinations upgrade the item. So, you have to upgrade specific combinations in order to upgrade an item and you keep that item no matter how many playthroughs it's, you do. No, so it's only for that run. Right, so this is where I... Because I do upgrade the items. Yep. But you have to start... You can't carry them with you to another game? No. You have to start from scratch. Yeah, you start from scratch every time. And right. the more you learn about the combinations and stuff the better chance you have of just having the most powerful run through. I like Arcane a lot more than this. I think I'm out. <laughs> really? It's too hard. Too hard. And you start from scratch every time? I'm definitely done. Floppy, yeah. do you want to know what the controls are? Sure. Up, down, Thumb left, right. stick. All right, maybe I'm in. <laughs> Up, down, left, right. That's all it is. I got DuckTales this week. Yes. We'll talk about that. Oh, yeah. No, you should talk about that now. I bought DuckTales this week. <laughs> <laughs> have you played it yet? I, I haven't. I haven't played it. I haven't put it up my nest. one of my favorite games. It is, is a game that I've wanted for a very long time. It is such a good game. I like Even the re-release? Yeah. Brilliant. Wii Brilliant. Uh, Wii U, PS3, and Xbox 360. Yep. Uh, also, just quickly. Um, sorry, I'm going to move that. Yep. Thank you to Braden. I got uh, Jurassic Park, which, you know, we all know that I'm a Jurassic Park fan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I have been playing, obviously... <laughs> You're right there? Yeah, no, I'm good. Good. That'll make the rule. Didn't almost <laughs> fall off my seat. Or if you want to see that, head on over to our TikTok <laughs> and it'll be up real soon. Oh, shit, we saw <laughs> <laughs> um, I had... Oh. So, a couple of years ago, I uh, backed a independent, little independent RPG called Chained Echoes uh, because they described it as they were Chrono Trigger fans. And okay. I went, yep, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I, I'm in. Uh, I think I paid like 15 bucks back to... Anyway, it came out, uh, I think, two weeks ago, just in time for the holidays. So I thought, oh, I'm going to play it and see what it's like. And yeah, you can tell these guys are Chrono Trigger fans. So it starts out... So I don't know if you remember Chrono Trigger, but you Never start up with... Uh, don't make me slap you. Uh, you start out waking up as Chrono in your bed and your mum comes up the stairs and opens up the window and says, Chrono, Chrono, wake up, wake up. And then you get up and you go and talk Seems to your mum. Seems legit. This starts out with one of the main characters in a bed... Very, very similar to Chrono's room. Is your his mom- name Ornok? <laughs> no. Uh, your mum comes up, opens the curtain, and says, uh, it's time to get up, it's time to get up. And you get up and walk over to her and says, wake up, and punches you in the face. Oh. And then the screen goes white, 
and you come to and you're in the middle of a warship preparing for battle and one of the guards has just come and belted you and said, wake Man. up, we got to go oh, to war. Oh, it's like your mum had decked you and then sent you to the warship. Uh, so that's how it started out. So automatically you're going, wow, yeah, this is Chrono Trigger. Very, oh, sorry. I was just gonna say it very much looks like Chrono Trigger, but what they've done, it like plays like it. The um the mechanics of the game are very very Chrono Trigger. The story is very very Chrono Trigger. Uh, but unlike Chrono Trigger, you start off playing one group of characters, and then it segues to another group of characters, which segues to another group of characters, and then you catch up with the first lot of characters in a different area and they decide to hang out with you. But then you bump into these group of characters, and there's a little bit yeah, of yeah, right. uh, and uh, and. Bad words. and Anti-something. Do you know how else for? I know it's a fan of Chrono Trigger? How's that? It's probably never going to get a remake. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wound me, sir. But the one game mechanic I really like and think it's an actual improvement on Chrono Trigger, if you look in the top left hand, you see that uh, bar that has yellow, green, and then red. And it's Health motion? No. Okay. So what that is, you have a party of uh, three. So what you can do is you have a party of three, but... That party also has partners, and you can swap the partners in and out whenever you want, and it doesn't waste a turn. Mm-hmm. Um, so what that overdrive I is... I think that's called swinging. <laughs> <laughs> that overdrive is where you put your keys. Uh, no, so the overdrive is basically your team, how synchronized your team is. So every time you use a move, that arrow that we can see will move up or move down, depending on the move that you're using. Mm-hmm. Uh, sort of like paper, scissors, rock type thing. Uh, and if you can keep it in that green area... Your team works better. It uh, doesn't take as much damage. They're harmonised. They're harmonised. Uh, and it deals more damage. Boys to men. But then if you go into the red, uh, you're not harmonised. And while you might do a little bit more damage, you also take a lot more because you're not synced. Mm. And you can bring it down with certain moves. So you become stronger, but take more damage. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's a really cool mechanic to throw in with the balancing of the fight as well. So unlike Chrono Trigger... Uh, there were ga- like as my overdrive bar was getting closer and closer to the red. Uh, I thought, well, I just have to uh, skip this turn, and you can choo- just choose defend, mm. and that'll bring it down a little bit. So you can do a whole turn going defend, but then if you decide to heal, that heal may take you up over to the red, in which you'll take more damage as well. Um, the sprites and the animation is wonderful. Uh, I really love this game. It's, it's great. It's great just to sit down. It's one of those games where you start playing and then you finish a mission and you go, oh, that was an hour and a half. Whoops. Um, you just lose yourself in it. Uh, so very, very great. Very wonderful. I think there are physical editions coming out soon as well. Are but, you going to get it? Uh, uh, probably not. I'm a bit poor at the moment for reasons I'll go into shortly. Uh, but uh, yeah, fantastic game. So Chained Echoes is out on everything at the moment. Uh, if you've got, uh, I think, 30 bucks, uh, it's on the Switch. Grab it. Awesome nice. game. Awesome game. Uh, and yes, we... Um, which I'll, we'll go into probably uh, uh, next show. When we talk about, yeah. When we talk about uh, the beginning challenge. Of next show? Yeah, beginning yeah. of next show. We'll talk about the retro challenge we've got going. But now I got went you out, intrigued. went out with a uh, friend of the show, King Kaiju Collectibles, Osti, who I've known since I was about 13 years old. Poor man. So about 50 years now. We've been... Um, <laughs> uh, so, so conservative. <laughs> I forgot to mention, this is the... Uh, we're entering our 33rd year of Hack the Dino. So congratulations okay. to us. Um which is impressive because I'm less than that old. Something. That's right. Well, you're you're reincarnated, uh, Brayden, because uh. you proved that that's real. Yeah, hundred percent real. Thank God. You don't need to worry about dying, everyone. You live forever. Yep, on a dead planet. <laughs> well, you're dead anyway, so it doesn't matter. 
anyway, uh, I went out with King Kaiju and we went on a little bit of a retro game hunt, which we used to do a lot when we were about 15, 16 years old. So we went, uh, we, we started very out... different things when we were 15, 16. <laughs> well, I'm a nerd. Uh, so we started out about nine o'clock in the morning. We left uh, from King Kaiju's place. Uh, we didn't get back to King Kaiju's place until quarter to nine that night. <laughs> And it was That's a, a fair effort. It was it was on a Thursday, so late night shopping. So we planned it so we'd visit all the cashies and whatnot after all the other stores. Whose car did you go in? Uh, mine. So what you're saying is King Kaiju was trapped with you for 12 hours. Yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, so we uh, set off at Port Adelaide where we went into a, um, a store that we ventured to. Oh, that was a great little store. It was. just It's one of those big stores where there's just junk on junk big. on junk it's on junk. Small. But there was yeah. junk everywhere. You gotta, right? you gotta dig. You gotta dig, and it's like, like a giant garage sale. Yeah, uh, and when I went out with him, I found, and I was, you know, guessing where I should, whether I should get this or not. But I got this guy. Have you seen this guy before, Braden? I certainly have. Do you know who this guy is? He's from American Tail. He's from American Tail. It's Fivel. Fivel Mouskowitz. Couldn't have told you the name. I've seen the cover of the movie a bunch Fievel? of times. Fivel. Fivel. That's what his father says when he loses him. Um, so Eastern European mouse. Yeah, I, uh, this was the very first movie I saw as a kid uh, in the theatre with my grandparents. Should we share the name and location of the store with the chat? No. No, we will not. No. <laughs> or we could because we're not a-holes. Well, I, I also don't know it. Um, but uh, it's in Port Adelaide. Patreons, I'll put it in the Patreon chat. So if you want to find out where we go, head on over to hackthedino.com, sign up for the Patreon, and I'll drop it there. Somewhere near the cashies in Port Adelaide. I can't remember the name of the street. Anyway, I got this for $5. Uh, turns out this goes for about sixty to eighty dollars on eBay. Woo! Uh, it's an original one as well. Um, what I like about an American Tale is that it was a uh, a look at uh, Eastern Europeans called Mouskowitz fleeing the cats with a Z uh, from Europe and going to America to to escape persecution of some kind. Mm. Uh, and then obviously the little mouse gets separated, and it's a quest to find him back. And it's you know this uh, uh, foreign uh, character trying to find his place in the world, and also find his way back to his family in a persecuted um, area. Yeah, not based in real life at all. No, no, no. Uh, Yo, then, that that bootleg Garfield is not right though. <laughs> that bootleg Garfield is uh, voiced by Dom DeLuise. Um, yeah. Oh. Uh, movie was very popular, received yeah, very I, very well. I watched it a bunch when I was a kid. Um, so they went, hey, let's do a sequel. Fievel goes west. Let's give him a new hat. And it's it's none of that. <laughs> none of the uh, deep study into the human condition. Nope. It was just him in a wild west. He, uh, he shoots oh, with his pop guns. Oh, I remember seeing the cover for this one too. That yeah, so not good. He has a cowboy hat. What he did is he took off his uh, European hat and flipped it inside out. And all of a sudden it was a cowboy hat. It's amazing how that works. Uh, oh, the dog is Jack Palance as well. Of course. Of course. Oh, um, they've also got the wild, wild west. Spider. That's right. There wow, you go. Wow, Wow West. Jim West. Uh, Desperado. Then the next thing I got was, uh, you can see right in front of me, a Super Mario Brothers 2 uh, Max Mouser figure. Both of which Braden and I had never seen, never heard never of. Never heard. I need to look at Played up the game, didn't realise it was a character. Well, all that tells me is that you never finished the game because this character is towards the end game. Just before, I think he's a mini boss, the level before you fight Wart. Yeah, I never um, got that far. Uh, spoiler, it's all a dream. And I'm not lying there. That's how Mario Brothers 2 ends. Yeah, I remember that. It's all I know a dream. that much. But it's a wind-up toy. I'd never seen one before. Now, I, had, I saw it in this particular store for weeks and weeks and weeks, and it was one of those things I was going, oh, no, I can't justify that. I can't justify it. And I left it each time, left it each time. Uh, then, of course, when I went with King Kaiju, um, 
yeah, we, we just sort of egg each other on and on and on. And, <laughs> and all, of a, all of a sudden he's paid $3,000 for <laughs> not, a mouse toy. Not quite, but uh, yeah, really, really cool. Uh, bought, got a whole bunch of games. Head on over to Mr. Benjamin on Instagram to see the whole set. Um, I also got, don't laugh at that, Ron Jeremy. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if, yeah, podcast listeners can't uh, see this. And I know podcast listeners hate it when we do visual things. But uh, I'm holding show? up to the camera now a little Luigi wind-up toy. And this wind-up toy is from the McDonald's run over in America. I was about to say, is that a Macca's toy? Yeah. Uh, got it for, I think, $4. And you never see them over here in Australia, so I was really, really happy. It's one of my... One of the cool things I'd love to get is, you know, when you walk into a McDonald's and they have the Happy Meal toys, mm. uh, and they're in, like, these little boxes, little dioramas, or at least they used to. Perspex box. They yeah. used to be. They don't do yeah. it anymore. Well, that. They had one for Mario Brothers 3 when it came out. And it had all these toys in it and mm. people obviously collect them. Anyway, so that's uh, a smattering of what I've got. But head on over to Mr. Benjam at uh, Instagram. Uh, and that's where I put all my finds and it's really, really fun. Sorry, Ben. I couldn't... Like, you can't really see a close-up of it on the stream. So I just want to I just want to draw attention to what this Luigi looks like. Because yeah. uh, he's the stuff of my nightmares. Yeah. <laughs> you know the Luigi <laughs> meme? Where he looks really creepy. Yes. Uh, when he's like driving and he looks... No, 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 no. The old school. There's And it's based on this character model because he's got uh, the really devilish moustache. Okay. And he looks really scrawny and yeah. We spent half our show and haven't even got to the topic yet. I know, right? <laughs> so... Folks, show back, ladies and gentlemen. Might be a long one. <laughs> we No, we'll, well, I think we'll burn through the news very, very quickly. Yeah. So there are some news topics. Uh, before we do, I did want to say that I uh, have decided... I've decided to commit to 12 monthly issues of a newsletter uh, where I'll be typing up little articles uh, and sending them out at the end of the month on stuff we don't cover a lot in the show for those of you under the age of 40 that is a print or an email with writing yes uh it's a basically an email you sign up for on over the hack the diner website if you go to hackthediner.com click on newsletter just put your first name your email address each month it'll come to your <laughs> inbox uh it will be very fans <laughs> monthly feet pics why no Sorry, Michael Towns. Uh, for listeners uh podcast listeners uh we just from uh, laughing at a comment from the chat of Ben's monthly feet pics, <laughs> Ben's dear diary. There's Basically, some great ideas in here. I need to get back into my writing, and this is a way for me to have a task to write for. So head on over to hackthedino.com, sign up, costs nothing. You get uh, at least 12 issues of me talking about video game stuff. That's cool. Maybe I can talk these people into putting something together eventually. But if not, that's okay. All right, let's zoom through these, uh, these news uh, topics. Uh, topic number one, we all saw the Zelda Switch OLED rumors. Uh, when I saw them, I thought, well, that actually looks pretty authentic and uh, turned to Jazz and said, do you think I need a new OLED? <laughs> she well, looked at me. There's went, your mistake. Uh, well, she actually looked at me and she goes, yeah, I think you, maybe you will because she knows how much I love Zelda. Um, I also think that this might be something that forces me to uh, upgrade my original model. If this is real and it looks it pretty looks real, very real, like just the way, like if this is doctored up, they have gone a long, long way to make it look yeah, doctored up. It looks very legit. All I want to know is why does anyone who ever has uh, leaked pics of something take it on a Nokia thirty one ten? Why are they going to do it secretly from their button camera? <laughs> um, so. OLED has got a Zelda insignia at the front. The Joy Cons are gold and green with that sort of. Um, uh, in shimmery, shimmery, virusy type thing we saw in the virus. <laughs> well, like Link has that. Uh, oh, hand okay, thing yeah, yeah, yeah. Infects him. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, but yeah, I, if this is real, I am all for it. Braden, what are you highlighting there? It's got a bunch of spirals on the back. 
It's yeah. Like, it's like bloody Uzumaki out here. That's exactly what they were Maybe going for. Maybe there's a hidden message in it. Mm. Uh, there's also reports that uh, Tears of the Kingdom will be the last significant Switch release until the next system. That's a big call saying it will be the last significant one. I mean... Well, I mean, the last high-end one, I guess. Um, you which, sure reckon you'll get another Mario game? Before well, Metroid Prime 4. Metroid Prime 4, another Mario Odyssey maybe. Five, six years? Yeah, uh, something like that. Odyssey, I think they'll save for the next Switch. You reckon? I reckon an Odyssey game would be less uh, power-hungry than a Zelda game. Well, I guess we'll find out. I um, say that having no developing experience whatsoever. <laughs> just we, just, we just like throwing games. stuff out, pretending I know shit. Braden, what do you think of the uh, OLED? I think it's pretty if it's real. Um, yep. I also am. I yeah. I'm. I'm also in that same boat of being like, I have no idea where Nintendo were at at the moment in terms of, are we at the end of the Switch? Like, are we preparing for an iteration on top of it or the next console thing? See, I don't know what they're doing. There were reports that uh, Switch mid cycle upgrade was supposed to happen. That everyone was reporting the Super Switch, but because of the pandemic and the shortage the and everything, Pro. they just went, no, nah, we're not going to do it. Time out around then. Mm. Yeah, just focus on the next console. Remember when we all thought the Switch Pro was coming out? Yeah, see, like two years ago. I understand yep. people saying this, but that report, like, oh yeah, it was going to be, but they decided to cancel it. It's also coming from the same people who constantly went, oh, Switch Pro's going to be announced. Yeah. Switch Pro's going to be announced. So of course, of course they're going to say, oh yeah, they were going to do it. I was going to be right, but that's okay. That's they're, the thing. Why. A lot of these leakers, they post 99 things a day and one out of every thousand might be correct and then they point to that one that's correct and they say, and, I'm a And that validates source. me as a credible source. And yeah. do you know what else they do? They delete all the wrong ones. Yep. So you go back over their timeline and it just has hit, 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 hit. Funny Sneaky. that. Sneaky. Uh, we're going to skip the next story. I'll go through that in the newsletter. Hackthedino.com. Sounds good. Uh, I did want to talk, though. I thought, Braden, you'd want to talk about this. Yeah. Project Ooh, Leonardo yeah. being announced. Braden, do you want to take the uh, reins for this one? This is absolutely fantastic. So this is... Uh, they announced it at uh, CES, which just happened recently. And if you're a massive nerd like me, you were probably paying attention to it. Uh, Sony came out and they were like, Hey, uh, we're finally doing an accessibility controller. Finally. Um, I've, they've been, had been planning it for ages. They've had it in production for ages. Um, and it seems really interesting. Um, I really like the concept of it. Do you yeah. want to describe it there, Floppy? Like, So what we're looking at is almost like a singular joystick, which is attached to... Um, how do I say it so that people listening can understand? Uh, it looks a little bit like... Um, a round uh, base. No, like what, what, what's that board game? There's a board game that looks a little bit like it. Um, is it Simon? Yeah, the, it looks all the a little bit like a Simon. The button configuration is on a disc. Mm. And those button configurations, I may be wrong, but my understanding was you can actually take those buttons off and put them yes. back on. So and it's interchangeable. It. They're also quite large. change yeah. every single one of them um, to be however you want it to be. And um, it also lays flat down on a surface. So Which for people huge. who are impaired in uh, yeah. any physical way can actually play games. Put it on a table. Yeah. Yep. yeah. There's it's actually, awesome. I will recommend people, like, look it up yourself because it's really just interesting from a design perspective. Uh, PlayStation actually put out on their YouTube channel a really sweet video of a bunch of different developers and accessibility counsellors and folks who have disabilities who are have been... Uh, uh, helping in the development of this um, and it's just like a three minute video of people just being really passionate about video games and finally being able to play them their way yeah 
and it's just fantastic. You know, I'm tempted to even get one just to mess around with it. I mean, yeah, it'd be fascinating, wouldn't it? Like, it's can you imagine awesome. playing Street Fighter on that? I wonder if that middle part is a giant trackpad. Oh, it's got a square. Oh, oh, the square button might be separate. That whole thing wouldn't be. Yeah, a square I reckon button. that might be a button in the middle. Yeah, I think, I think it's a big button that's available. So, like, if you need to hit it with like a larger part of a limb, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. because there's a lot of people who can't play with a controller at all, so they need something flat. Afnex, I was going to say, yeah. good question. Have we any guesses on cost? Oh, I, I don't think we've heard anything looked. about cost, have we? Hmm. I'm hoping, hoping it'll be similar to a normal PS5 controller. I, I could almost guarantee I don't think it will be. Yeah, I also just had the thought, I don't. Need, I have no idea what Xbox's accessibility controller costs. Yeah, right. I forgot they'd done one. I'm gonna, yeah, I was, Townsie's got similar thoughts to what I have in the chat. I was going to go for the 199 mark. Australian. Mm. Yeah, Australian. I reckon it's one ninety nine Australian. So that's uh, for the uh, US listeners, that's about $2.50 for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, basically because it's obviously not going to be made in as huge quantities as their base controller. Yeah, right. So it's going to have a higher cost, like just for production. Uh, customer, like obviously custom parts, lower print. I reckon if they can pull it into the 199, I reckon that's a good cost for it. And given that those buttons do come off and can be interchangeable and moved around, there's going to have to be a lot of there's going to be have to be resistance against wear and tear and spares. Yeah. Like I uh, live in a house full of that kind of jank. Jank. Yeah, that'll jank. Be. Uh, and uh, like you lose things, things come off. They fall on the floor. They go up a vacuum. They go under the fridge. Uh, I have a fridge in my lounge room. Shut up. There is one thing I hope doesn't happen. What's that? Uh, I hope it actually gets into the hands of the people that need it. Yes. Uh, I, yeah. And yeah, not, I hope it's not just like exclusively for like scalpers. trade shows and scalpers. I also just hope it's not collectors just don't pick them up and never use them and then people that need them can't use oh, them. I, that's true. I really hope that's not a thing. That, I, I, that just occurred to me then. I might pick one up well into the life of it when oh, there's heaps of supply. So there, you buy them as two? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know two. I didn't realise yeah, that. Yeah, so it's two. Oh, Wow. I didn't realize that. So one looks like it's got a joystick. The other one looks like it might have like an, an upside down, and like like a giant analog stick that's de- like got a depression in it. Yeah. yeah that's really okay. Cool. Um, yeah. This is looking very cool. Maybe I'm I'm maybe too fitty. Yeah. I reckon maybe too fitty. Yeah. But yeah, I hope it doesn't get bought up just by scalpers and and people who uh, want to put it on a shelf. Mm. Uh, I was thinking about that the very first thing too, and then I'm like, you know what? It needs to get into the hands of the people there. Yeah, we'll just leave it for a bit. To mm. the, I say hands, but I realise the kind of thing I'm talking about. Do you know what else you'll be able to get quite readily now, according to uh, PlayStation's Jim Ryan? What's that? You'll be able to get a PS5 whenever you want because the uh, shortage is over. What have they been doing for the last six months? I don't know. <laughs> like, you could get PS5s easy. But here's, here's a, an exact quote from Jim Ryan, CEO of uh, Sony. Uh, Everyone who wants a PS5 should have a much easier time finding one at retailers globally, starting from this point forward so it's over so it's all done so if you can't get a ps5 write jim uh, ryan an email he's about six months too late yeah so you've seen them out in the wild quite regularly yeah all the time and what about the xbox Are they harder to come yes, across to much really yeah especially in australia or do you have definitely any... australia why is that uh they didn't make as many for australia or just uh, just uh, any, anyway, they just uh, they just haven't made as many. Are the they're harder to get. They're um, they're still under pre-order if you need to get them with no expected release date here at the moment. Wow, Xboxes are still under pre-order. Yep, PS5s you've been able to walk in and buy them for a while now, and even before that, there was drops all the time. You just had to pre-order them. 
Can I put to you a hypothesis? Sure. Does the PS5 have any inbuilt browser or any way to access the internet at all? Uh, I'm assuming so. Yes. I haven't really looked for one. Yes. I Maybe. think so. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yes, it has an internet browser. I mean, I haven't used an internet browser on a PlayStation since the PS3. Yeah, me neither, which is <laughs> uh, really weird. I'm sure it did. Yes, it does. Could you, hypothetically, yes. access Game Pass from a web browser? Ooh. Is that a thing that Ooh. would be possible? Well, when I search PS5 web browser, the top article is from Tom's Guide saying how to access the PS5 secret web browser. Ooh, the secret web browser. Secret web browser purely for the dark web. Well, what about... Like, if you can access it and play Games Pass, you can have access to Games Pass on your PS5 and then But, just... I mean, you can have access to Game Pass on a laptop, like... Yeah, but the games won't run very well, where at least you know True. the PS5 have a similar Seems processing bad. power. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, look, maybe, maybe not. I googled PS5 Game Pass, and the top thing is PS Now. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, no are, they are paying their way to that top Google search result. Uh, yeah, that's an interesting point of view. Oh, I'd be interested. Yeah, no, um, sure PS5's... Uh, it's, it's been such a weird little thing, because like, I think shortage... Of consoles is an odd way of putting it. Yeah. Because the only thing that made it... Now, this is going to sound dumb, I know. The only thing that made it a shortage of consoles was not that they couldn't make enough consoles. It was that the demand for them increased so rapidly. So instead of them going to make them and being like, we can't fulfill what we needed to do because there's not enough stuff. It's more to the point that COVID happened and the demand for these things tripled overnight and you can't adjust production that fast. And so you, it's not like, even if you had more of everything, you still couldn't make them fast enough. Mm. It also, like, I would also think that it is uh, similar to the comic book industry. Um, if people don't see it on the shelf for some reason, people, like, in the grand majority don't like pre-ordering or putting their name down for an order no, but that's the thing weird. each of us were able to pick it up with the pre-order yeah because like, i got launch day yeah so did you Braden? yeah and, and you see it with comics all the time people will be like oh yeah it's super easy to get a hold of we'll put your name down for it and they're like no i'll just get it when it comes in it's like no, no then, you it's won't. not coming in <laughs> if you don't put your name down for it it's not coming in yeah. that's why i like going on kickstarter as well because yeah. obviously you see a lot of these games that blow up like chained echoes um but pre-ordering like I've heard people say, don't pre-order, it's rubbish. I am actually I, all for it. I hear people saying, don't pre-order because it's giving money. I'm like, no, you're not giving money to anyone. No, you're, 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 you put money down on a table and it's a placeholder until you get your thing. Yeah, yeah you're, you're giving a, them 10 bucks, which will come off the final price. Which is also refundable if you change your mind. And to ensure that you 100% have that. Yeah. It's almost like, it's not that pre-ordering is trash. It's that you shouldn't be pre-ordering trash. Yeah. yeah, you just need better taste. Yeah, yeah. That, that's true. That's very good point there, Braden. Um, well done. You get a medal. Uh, speaking of medals, I didn't take one out last year, which is very upsetting. Uh, I'm a very sad boy. Uh, unfortunately, out of all the uh, Dino hosts, only one person took out all the trophies. Uh, the host fantasy critic, which we'll be doing a little bit later on tonight. Yes, yes. Uh, and the 2022. Uh, uh, <laughs> look at that, <laughs> look at that face. So smug. Uh, the 2022 predictions. Uh, reigning champion taking the crown from me, Braden Dixon. Woo! Oh man, I cannot believe it. It's, so I, 
I mean, I did have one of the like most accurate predictions of last year. Yeah, that you nailed, and we went, yeah, we, we have to give you yeah. <laughs> an extra point for that because yeah, it was the Elden Ring. Yeah, uh, it, was, it was specifically everything about how completely overlooked Horizon was. And I think... I still haven't even played it. You said a week later, and it came out like six days later. Yep. And I think at that time, we didn't even have launch dates for I one I think of them. it was like up in the air, but I was like, it, if this happens, it'll be perfect. So I've decided it's time to uh, crack open, being the first show back for 2023. We are once again going to do our predictions for 2023. I'm going to keep these and we're going to look them back at them right down the other end of the year and see who won. And hopefully I can regrain, regrain, re, yeah. re, retrain, rebrain, re-sane, regain, regain my crown to sit on my pretty bald head. Uh, so Anto's got his well, look, predictions. If, anyone, if well. any one of us needs it. <laughs> Something's got to cover up this uh, scalp. Uh, we each have four predictions each. Three realistic ones that we think actually will happen. And then one far out of left field. Which we hope will happen, but which it we, is... We, it, like, it's just out of there. Like, it's a shot out. in the dark. Uh, but if it does happen, I've decided that's going to be worth two points. Ooh. So, remember that discussion? Well, I've just well, decided now. It wasn't a discussion. <laughs> no. Makes sense as to why I don't remember it. Yeah. All right, so Floppy, you want to kick it off with uh, number one prediction sure. for 2023? My number one prediction is, uh, and I didn't, this is not just on a whim, this is looking back at how popular this has become. Mm-hmm. I think the price of Game Pass is going to increase. I thought that's already been confirmed. Should I fact check quickly? Yeah, do a fact I mean, check. If it is, is that just not a point to me? Because I had no idea. <laughs> uh, no, if it is already confirmed, uh, I'd say we give it to you anyway. Because uh, it I had no idea. <laughs> well, and also, it is going to happen in 2023. So technically, if something's been confirmed, you're right. So, okay. Well, uh, there's articles here from uh, the 5th of December. Um, and then later, the 23rd of December, uh, the games themselves will be price increasing. But it doesn't look Oh, yeah, because Xbox like... are going up to like the $70 yeah, American Xbox thing. Yeah, Xbox games are going up, but it doesn't think... say Game Pass. I think the subscription to Game Pass will go up. I agree. Mm. Uh, um, they've gotten a huge player base with the $1 entry. I reckon that might... It might go up to $2. It might go up to 3 And the three-monthly, yearly, I think, is going to bump up as well because they've seen how much stuff people just download off it. Yep. Oh, I think it's a good call. Good mm. call. Brayden. Okay, uh, this one uh, honestly hurts a little bit, but I I am really worried about this game. Yep. Um, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League will disappoint from the expectations of Rocksteady, the developer. It will score below 85 on Metacritic. Oh, man, you're being very which specific. Is below Arkham Knight's score. How specific was he last time, anyone? Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Um, so be specific I'm specific if you're right. I'm, I'm deeply worried about Rocksteady and this game. Um, this game is a uh, four-player co-op game. It reeks of Marvel Avengers, doesn't it? It reeks of Marvel Avengers and Gotham Knights. It, it, it oozes live service. Oops, live service is going badly. Let's pull back and let's single player. Yeah, go for it. Um, I look at this gameplay and I'm not sold. Look at that. Yeah, but I mean, this is... It's pre-development. It's very pre-development. pre-development. Like, yeah. It's pre-release. Um, I am deeply worried. I think it's going to suffer from Gotham Knight Syndrome in the case of people where... It, I know people are stupid. But people are expecting Batman Arkham, and it's not Batman Arkham, and they're going to be disappointed. Um, 
I am really interested to see what they do. I just don't know if it's going to be a hit. Mm. So, it's a good call. I also am worried about it. It's been delayed twice. Yeah. Yeah. But once again, being delayed is not necessarily a bad thing these days. No, but it also doesn't scream confidence considering uh, the more games are delayed, the less confidence you have. And we've had so many... I reckon we're changing that outlook though. I I I think the opposite. I I Changing in progress. I think, you know, if someone can delay and give us a reason as to why, you'll be like, all right, I'm glad you've seen a problem and you're going to fix it. The only company, and surprise, surprise, that I have any confidence in with delaying their games is Nintendo first party property They never games. delay their games. Are you talking, every Zelda is always delayed ever. <laughs> I, I think I didn't it's think just, they ever gave it a date. I think it's we should every be Zelda game. heading oh. towards a development and gaming culture in where, you know, give us back when they announced Fallout 4 and released it six months later. Like, just, just release you, it. You don't like, need to reveal a game three years before release. Or give it an animated GIF and then six years later still not have the game. Hey, Nintendo. Yeah, we can do that. Um, yeah, I, I think it's a good call, Braden. Uh, I'm worried about that game as we well. Read Very worried. Yeah, yeah, go for Anto's. Uh, Anto, uh, his first prediction. And this is a big one for Anto. Like, I read this and was actually very surprised. Yeah, he must... He must believe it. <gasps> he thinks heart. the Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two. I forget what it's called, will be delayed. I mean, not out of the question. It's a big game. So How many like times? Rebirth or Reborn or something? I think it was Rebirth. Revomit, I think it's called. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Reflux. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Anto. <laughs> it was a good one, though. It was good. Um, yeah, I mean, again, I can see it happening. Um, who knows what Square mm. Enix is up to lately? Uh, certainly not making good games. But um, you know the point—the fact that Anto's pulled this out—and like, if anyone's going to know anything about this game, it's Anto. Like, he's going to be knee deep in all of the news for this too. It'll be interesting to see when we do the fantasy critic as to whether he calls that as one of his <gasps> games. Oh, that'd be huge! If he doesn't, if he leaves it, or it's his counter. Everyone else will be so nervous to pick it up. I don't think anyone would if Anto doesn't. Make sure you head on over to patreon.com, hack the dino, join us for a dollar a month, and you too can uh, watch our show where we uh, do our fantasy critic. Very exciting. Doing it live after this show. And then uh, the one with patrons we're doing on the weekend. So that'll be cool as well. Ben, what's your uh, first uh, prediction? My first pick, I've decided instead of all the negative Nellies we've got here saying price increases <laughs> and delays, I've decided to go with something positive, something a little bit more sunshine. It's very unlike you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what's going on? Um, Nintendo will announce a new side-scrolling Mario game in 2 or 2.5D. 2.5D. Braden, why? <laughs> Why would you tarnish my TV with that <laughs> specimen? I won't lie. I was trying to find if someone had put footage of just a gif of Chris Pratt in like a Mario game. Yep. Oh, that would have been great. But then I found Elon Musk dressed as Wario, so I think Was that Elon Musk? It was yeah. Elon Musk. It's a Saturday Night Live skit. It's yep. probably the best thing he's ever done. He lost millions of dollars coming out of that skit, Beautiful. I think. Because no one took him seriously. Who would have thought? Because of that. Yeah. Yeah, stock markets are fickle. <laughs> not not because of his kid's name? No, no, no. Uh, random symbols are fine. Wrong. Why, why a 2.5D two, two, 2. game? Uh, 2 or 2.5D. Just because uh, I think kids nowadays, like their target audience, which are the kids, um, like something looking 
they're so used to having 3D or realistic looking graphics. I think they need to cater to that. Uh, I don't think we'll ever see a straight to like this for me. What we're watching at the moment, uh, new Super Mario Brothers Wii. Um, that's 2.5D. Yeah, they're uh, like 3D uh, models in a side-scrolling nature. Yeah. I feel like I worded my question wrong. Why that and not a 3D game? Uh, because I think because it makes th- it stand out now. Well, yeah, it'll stand out. It's been a long time uh, since we had a last uh, 2D Mario game. We need a Mario game out this year to sync up with the movie. And I don't think they're going to do uh, Odyssey. As I said previously, I think Odyssey is going to be the game for the new system, which I think will get announced next year, uh, which is not in my... Spoiler alert, it's not one of my picks for this year. Uh, So I think a new 2D game would be perfect to release this year to cash in on Mario. That's my logic. Nintendo, cash in on Mario. I know, right? What's going on there? Yeah, well, it's time to try something new. Uh, Floppy, what's your pick number two? My second pick is a Nintendo-themed pick. Oh. It is that uh, Tears of the Kingdom, it'll sell really well. Mm-hmm. It'll sell really well because everyone's been waiting for it, and it's a Zelda game, so people are going to do it without thinking. Easily 20 million copies. But I don't think it's going to review as well as Breath of the Wild. See, this is where I disagree. And it's not just because I'm a fanboy. Sequels traditionally, do a lot better than the original. But you say that like the original is not Breath of the Wild. Um, He's got you there. (laughs) But Breath of the Wild, despite it being an almost perfect game, almost perfect game, uh, it was enjoyed by everyone, but everyone had something that they didn't like about it. But that's every game. Exactly. But Nintendo being Nintendo would have listened to that. I think if one company... Uh, all right, I'll take that back. I was going to say, if one company say, no, does listen... No, no, no they no, don't. No, no. Nintendo just no, do don't. what they want, um, no matter what. Nintendo are very protective over their IP. They've got a genre def- redefining game in Breath of the Wild. They know what's at stake. Um, I think the reason it was delayed wasn't because the game wasn't ready. It was because they want to make it perfect and flawless. Here's my thing. Mm-hmm. We've been waiting for it for so long that I think that reviewers... Now, I don't mean general public. I mean reviewers are going to pick it to pieces because they've been waiting for so long. Yeah. Well, I mean... So, I'm not saying that like you and I, the general public, are not going to think it's amazing and, and better than Breath of the Wild. I think those critics... And it's going to score lower in like Metacritic. Sorry. Uh, seeing an Uber in front of a black screen's giving me... Uh, 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 War flashbacks. Pan- panic attacks. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) no look possibly uh in the end as we always say with reviewers you find someone whose opinion you like and you go by their opinion don't listen to the every reviewer ever um go to reputable sources and ones that you can trust but But that's that's what i think that's what i think will happen okay brayden what's your second pick my second pick is you sound like you're presenting a book report well, I it, you see, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna part the kimono for a second here. Oh, because what I'm <laughs> I've been to Japan in the onsens. I know what that means. What I'm doing when I talk like that behind uh, the the computer here is I'm stalling while I close the video and get back to the Google Doc so that I can read what I wrote. Oh, I thought oh. you were just doing a Christopher Walken like no, you know, no. that's me just full on thing. Me. I'm switching scene and then ch- closing the video and changing windows and. And I'm just talking incredibly slowly to hide that. And now that I've pointed it out, 
everyone's going to notice it. Yep. Every time we're going to call Every you out. Every time. Hey, Brayden, what are you changing? Hey, Brayden, what are you changing? I can see you at the corner of my eye, so I'm just going <laughs> to... Whenever I see you frantically pushing buttons, I go, so Brayden, what do you think? Yeah. <laughs> Brayden, can you give us a sign language reading of what you <laughs> um, No. So my second bit. Sorry, I almost swallowed my gum. Good. Um, GTA 6 is officially revealed from Rockstar. Mm-hmm. Very... Heavy-handed commentary on police violence in America, even for a GTA game, mm-hmm. ACAB, uh, and is given a 2024 release window. I mean, it's plausible. I think this is my safest pick in 2024. The See, yeah, I don't think it's this year. I, I agree. I don't. I, think I don't think, I'm going to go as far as I don't think it's 2024. Ooh. I reckon even 25, 26. Mm-hmm. Um, like obviously there was that huge leak last year that yep. we don't really like going on about. So we know mm-hmm. that the game actually exists uh i well it depends when they want to reveal it or whether they just want to hold it close to their chest and then reveal it when they're ready i i think this is going to be a sleeper pick for me if anything happens with it i think it'll be late in the year they do a reveal so uh, post e3 uh what's e3 um (laughs) yeah i I think it's going to be late in in the year and this will be a big thing where it's like yep cool it's coming next year and i Oh, uh, did I? Oh, I totally thought I had another part of this. Nope. You oh. might have thought you had another part. I totally thought I did. I definitely thought I wrote, um, uh, uh, was going to imply that it had a feminine protagonist as well. Uh, I think that's been confirmed. Has it? Yeah. I'm pretty With sure. That leaks. Well, I yeah. knew that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's not part of it then. That's fine. Well, I mean, it's an easy way to get at least a point. Well, that would be like I mean, 0.5 I mean, of a point, maybe. Yes, Braden, make it more specific. <laughs> mm. Get really nitty gritty in it. Uh, no, I get, how many get syllables will be in that protagonist's name? 0.005% of a point. Uh, do you want to go Anto's again? Yeah, sure. Uh, so Anto predicts that a Switch Pro slash Super Switch... Th- Oh my god, I can't say that. That's why Switch I made you. Pro, Pro, <laughs> Super Switch announced by September. I disagree. We're not going to get an announcement this year. It'll be early Switch next year. Too. But you know, that's what these predictions are about. They are. Um, I, I honestly think the Switch has got... It's still selling really well. Yes. Uh, they're bringing out, well, as we discussed earlier, a possible OLED. So they're going to want to sell them. Very um, much so. I honestly think it'll be start of next year that they announce whatever the next console yeah. is. Um, yeah, I uh, I don't see anything coming from Nintendo this year. Definitely not a mid-season upgrade. Uh, mid-season? Mid- I don't think we'll see anything this year generation. or the first half of next year. Oh, really? You think, what, post-E3 next year? Mm-hmm. For holiday season? Yep. Ben, there's not going to be an E3 next year. Well, you never know. They're changing things I think off. E3 is now just code for middle of the year-ish. When I say E3, I mean those three weeks in June slash July. Where everyone does a press conference. That's right. Speaking of which, we're due for a Nintendo one soon. Yeah, it's been a while. And Xbox has announced theirs. Oh, that'll be interesting. Maybe by next show, we'll have some uh, directs to go over. Yes, content. That'd be nice. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so for my second pick, PlayStation VR 2 will sell much less than the PS4. Uh, VR1 by December. I think the um, entrance 
uh, price tag attached to this system, and I think the games available for this system means people will not pick it up when it's released, and yeah. it will stay that way until next year when some more higher-end games come out, if at all. You know, there's like 30 games for this. Yeah, board. but how many of them are must-haves? You only need Beat Saber, that's it. I know, but... That is true, you do only need Beat Saber. But you can have Beat Saber on PSVR 1. Yeah, but no one's going to buy that when you get a PSVR 2 to run your PS5. But if I go to a cash converters or a pawn shop and get PSVR 1 for 200 bucks, or spend $950 on PSVR 2, I'll buy the cheaper system to play Beat Saber. Yeah, the cheaper system. So not the $17 to $1,800 Vive. You're going to buy the $900 PSVR 2. But Beat Saber's on PSVR 1, is it not? Yeah. And that is still compatible with the PS5 as long as you've got that dongle, right? Dongle, yeah, but... So I, I'm going to do that. I'm going to go and spend $200 on a second-hand system to play one game rather than nah, you're going to get it in 4K. I'm not going to spend $950 <laughs> to play a lightsaber game. Nah, you'll spend it to play a lightsaber game and uh, um, Horizon... For 30 minutes? For a 30-minute Horizon game. nine Or $1,000. Anyone that's buying VR will... Let us know in the comments or via our Discord or whatever if you plan on buying PSVR 2. I'm going to die on this hill. That ben, I think, uh, I think you will be able to find a couple VR headsets depending on your spelling of pawn shop. <laughs> well, it depends what you're looking for. I'll be beating a saber, that's for sure. Thank <laughs> you. No one, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Uh, to whoever in our... Uh, uh, um, questionnaire last year it said uh, uh, I swear sometimes their uh, their jokes are pre-written nope just always thinking about beating it's also pre-written ones would be better <laughs> <laughs> right, that was a good joke wasn't it sure yes um, alright what's the next one beating my saber I'm going to put that on TikTok right. I'm just going to do a my next views. prediction even though I know a lot of people have talked about this happening or not happening uh, Sony will not buy Square Enix. Gee, I wonder where you got that from. I... Well, we'll get to that. We will. Because that's not... <laughs> this was one of the ones I wanted to do, and then I was like, ah, I saw one of your later predictions. Um, with the amount of uh, stuff that's been... <laughs> with the amount of stuff that's been up about um, monopolies and other big buyouts, I don't think they're going to turn around and do this. Really? So, yeah, my... They will not buy Square Enix 2023 is a 2023 prediction. If anything, no, I won't go into it at the moment. But if anything, if Sony did buy Square Enix, it would even out that monopoly. But anyway. Well, Square, actively Square, trying to fight that monopoly. Square Enix are too busy in their NFT game. They, they, <laughs> they, 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 they're too focused on those non-fungible tokens. So they're going to need money. Yeah, they are. Actually, yeah, honestly, that could ruin Square Enix and Square Enix could actually be like, we don't have anything... Please buy us. You know how they could make a lot of money? Crypto. Remaking Chrono Trigger, you f- nerds. Never Easy. Never going to happen. Billions of dollars just sitting there. Yeah, Ben's going to buy all the copies. I fucking will. I'll buy one. Uh, all right. Actually play Brayden. It, okay. My third pick. Third pick. Is the Wonder Woman game from Monolith. Yeah, remember that? Neither I'm, did I until earlier today. I completely I, forgotten this thing existed. Yep. So I did was, I until you wrote it and I, I read was, it and went, oh yeah. I was looking through stuff today at work, uh, working really hard, um, <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, I forgot You're watching that was Dan? a thing. Um, so, the Wonder Woman game from Monolith, who are the creators and developers behind the uh, Shadow of Mordor, Nemesis system, all that stuff, 
Um, we'll get a full trailer and an end of year release window, inevitably getting delayed to 2024. I reckon it gets canned. Oh, completely canned. Yep. If you hadn't have said anything today about it, I'd have forgot the whole thing existed anyway. So. Yep. And this was this was this was revealed in 2021. But they did this. Wasn't that the same show they revealed the Star Wars Eclipse uh, CGI trailer? I think that was. Was that the same show? That's all we get now is just CGI trailers, I mean, and then yeah, you hear about it. And it's like, oh yeah, this game actually hasn't been made. We just spent all the time getting the CGI trailer put together yep. by a different company. Honestly, everything going on with DC at the moment is really concerning. Ah, uh, well, it's it's they're just burning it down and hoping a phoenix rises from the ashes. And that phoenix's name has to be Batman because or, DC are a Batman publishing company. Well, I mean, wasn't there rumours that uh, James Gunn said, yeah, I'm thinking maybe Batman's where we're going with it. That's going to be the start. I mean... I wouldn't be surprised. He wants to do Superman, and I, but you can't do DC without Batman because Batman's the thing that pays the bills. It's like doing Nintendo without doing Mario. <sighs> it's true. Uh, Anto's up again. So what, what would Anto predict for his third prediction there, Floppy? Well, he's kind of gone against mine a little bit. It's kind of related to yours a little bit. Sony will at least buy exclusive rights to the Final Fantasy mainline titles, but not the spin-offs. So he's saying not the whole company. Not the whole company. Just the Final Fantasy. All the fa- all the Final Fantasy mainline. Just games, Chocobo Racing. Just just Chocobo <laughs> Racing will be PlayStation exclusive. I don't think Square Enix would be smart enough to do that. Like, no, sorry, let me rephrase that. <laughs> I don't think Square Enix would let that property go because that is their bread and butter. Like, if they sell that, and then what's the business worth after that? No. Like, surely they would make more money selling the entire thing as a whole. I don't think... Is Square Enix a public traded company? I can look. Have a look. See if, if it's on the share market. Because if it's still a publicly uh, private-owned company, then yeah, okay, maybe slight chance. But if it is publicly traded, not a chance in hell. So Townsy has made, in the chat, has made an interesting point. Actually, a very good point. If there's no MMO Final Fantasy on PC, which is a numbered mainline one, Final Fantasy fourteen, mm-hmm. folks would riot. Really? Which they would. That's a huge community. But I mean, Sony, if they did buy it, would put it on PC because they've started putting all their games on. All their yeah, exclusives but like on. a year or two later. It yeah. seems like they're on the share market. So they're a publicly traded company. They're so Square Enix Holdings Co. Limited. Yeah. Um, Japanese multinational holding company, production enterprise and entertainment conglomerate known for Final Fantasy, Dragon Quest and Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, there is no way they would sell just Final Fantasy. There is mm. absolutely no way. Um, but he has put at least. So, yeah. That's open to interpretation. Very sly manoeuvre there. What's your last of your legitimate... Not legitimate. Uh, uh, what's the word? Uh, researched. Researched. Well picks. thought out. Possible. 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 <laughs> Plausible even. Uh, Metroid Prime Trilogy will be released this year. Bullshit! <laughs> Sorry. Cough. So, I'm not talking about Metroid Prime 4. Oh, okay. I'm talking about... <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about Metroid Prime 1, 2, and 3 in a package, re-released... For the Switch. Will they be remastered or remade? Uh, I think... Or it'll be a port? I think... I don't think it can be a port. It'll be a port and it'll run at the exact same resolution. (laughs) Exact same frame rate. Um, I... I, 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 I'm not going to go into that detail. I'm not asking you to put it in your prediction. Just your thoughts. Uh, I think they'd be silly not to do a a remaster. Yeah, I agree. Um, Well, at least, you know up the graphics a little bit have to because the game still plays really well i'm playing metroid prime at the moment on my gamecube 
and the controllers are still really, really innovative. Maybe um, it doesn't need a remaster. That looks just as good as the new Doctor Strange film. <laughs> well, it's not hard. It actually looks a lot like Metroid Dread. It like. does. It does. Uh, but yeah, I, I think Metroid Prime um, 1, 2, and 3 coming out. You can't get any more. Metroid Prime on the Wii, the when they did yeah. re-release it, goes for stupid money now because Nintendo have this rule where they won't release uh, remakes on the same on two consecutive, two consecutive systems, systems, which yeah. is why we haven't seen Twilight or Wind Waker. Because it was out in the... My favourite thing at the moment is that the chat are roasting Ben for basically saying, needs more graphics. <laughs> Bump up the graphics on level three. <laughs> too many graphics, too seven many graphics. out of ten. Frame rate, yes. <laughs> too much water. Too, too much, too much water. water. All right. Far out picks. The far out pick. Crazy wild picks. Far out, dude. Far uh, out, man. Far out, man. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Um, so here's mine. I think that The Last of Us th- Part 3 game will be announced, but not for this year. So I'll just go, oh yeah, we're doing Last of Us Part 3. Bold prediction, floppy. <laughs> no, no, no. I think it'll be... Oh, sorry, I probably... I probably should have added... You know that really successful game series we've got, which they've just released... Well, they're releasing a uh, TV show that has got rave reviews from reviewers so far. You know that thing that's just printing us money? Yeah, we might do a third one. I think they'll make a third... I probably should have rephrased that. Not for this year, for next year. So they're just announcing part three this year. Announcing it this year Mm -hmm. to release next year. Okay, to release next year. Yeah, I probably should have finished writing that. I am going to change that. Please change it because I know you'll pick me up on it later. (laughs) <laughs> you know I will because that's an easy point. Yeah. But yeah, they've got they've had uh, Last of Us Part 2 and then the remake last year. They'll have the TV show this year. I think they'll make it a trilogy of years with the uh, with the Last of Us Part 3. <laughs> yeah, Last of Us Part 3, Tokyo Drift. <laughs> I wish. Oh. That'd be great. No, th- this is when they reveal that uh, Last of Us Part 3 starts and a big nuke goes off. And then the radiation that's caused has turned oh, everyone wow. into big bandicoots. Wow. And they crash. And they crash around. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Braden, what's your uh, far out pick? My far out pick is me swapping between scenes. Nice. Um, my, okay, this one. <laughs> my far out my pick. Far what were you doing there, Braden? out pick <laughs> is the Super Mario Bros. movie will score higher than 75% on Rotten Tomatoes. I think that's a given. I think that's almost given. If you think that that's a given, yeah, I will draw your attention to Rotten Tomato scores. Thank you very much. Werewolves Within is the highest video game Rotten Tomato score ever, and it's only an 86. The next is Angry Birds the Movie 2 at 73. So are you saying that this movie is not going to score higher than Sonic Angry the Birds? Hedgehog 2, a good movie... Got 69% nice, percent on what Rotten Tomatoes. What about Detective Pikachu? That Detective was actually Pikachu a really good film. Detective Pikachu only got 68. Wow, okay. It has to be better than Detective Pikachu. Yeah, Brian, these are supposed to be far out guesses. What are you doing researching? That's, that's fair. What are you, why are you adding facts? You've got me... You, well, no, you see, this is the far out. It's not going to get above a 75%. No, it is. It is. You're yeah, saying it is. That makes it, it a far out. Oh, okay. That it, it will beat the 75. Yeah. How did Mortal Kombat get 54? Uh, Are you sure it's not 5.4? They hate Australians. Thanks, Zach. Is it um, 5.4? They hate Australian production and they want uh, 54. It's pretty bad. Largely for fans of the source material, but far from fate, fatal itty flawed. Good day, Zach Sabbath in the chat. Yeah. I'll be seeing you tomorrow night, Zach Sabbath. But, uh, That's right. Yeah, when you look at this list be. from Rotten Tomatoes... Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, wow, how presumptuous. It's pretty rough. 
I, uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Zach Sabbath, he's going to be on the show at some point. We're going to get him on. He just needs to come on a little bit later. So one night, when can we I, can do a bit later. Who's Zach Sabbath? Zach Sabbath is a, uh, a wrestling friend. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Cool. Please don't hurt me. Well, friend, I did headbutt him last time we were in the ring together, but that's not my fault. But I did headbutt him. Sorry you've known Ben so closely. <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, after oh, this... He doesn't know you very well. He just called you handsome. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> Maybe he's talking to me. <laughs> I think so. I think realistically, lay <laughs> it up here. Um, okay, so who's turn? Anto's far out pick? Yeah. Go go with Anto's far out Anto's far out pick is... <laughs> somebody, somebody will sue... Nintendo will sue someone for selling a game of their second hand at some point before 2024. That's fair. I hope it's me. It's not far out. It's legit. I'm if sure I got, it's happening right now. If I got that cease and desist, I would frame that mother and put it up on my wall. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that that's the kind of wackiness I like, but yeah, yeah, there's no chance one. of it happening, but that, that is funny. Ben, what's your far out pick? My far out pick is that Sony will indeed buy Square Enix. <laughs> Please be excited. <laughs> <laughs> My reasoning, Square Enix, what the fuck are you doing? Like, really, besides the Chrono Trigger bollocks, what are you doing? <laughs> You're releasing trash after trash after trash after trash after trash, um, and then you're releasing Final Fantasy VII too, whatever that is. What? Sorry, Zach Sabbath is the Zach that I know, Zach. Yeah. <laughs> Swan that gave you, know you lots of name. money. Sorry, mate. Um, yeah, so uh, Square Enix basically are going to sync themselves with this NFT bollocks that they're going into, which only the head wants to do. Uh, and they will have no choice but to sell up in order to appease the shareholders or get their asses sued by those shareholders. And just be like run into the streets by all the people who play Final Fantasy fourteen. Yep. You know what? I might actually look into how much shares are and buy a, a single share into Square Enix so I get the emails whenever they uh, have to make a decision like that. Solid. Not that's like, we got a few. That's really poor inside journalism. Like, <laughs> yeah. you're just like, I'm going to spend money to learn basically nothing. I'll steal the money. All oh. right. I mean, it can't be that much. Theft. Like, buck fifty. Something like that. Yeah. Easy. All right. So we got some viewer predictions as well. We do. What's the first one? First one is Game Boy Dad. Game Boy Dad. Game Boy Dad. Now, hey, Game Boy Dad's uh, prediction is Chrono Trigger will be ignored again. That is all. I mean, he's that, that's a given, isn't it? Like, 100%. We might as well give him that point now. It, it, that's happening. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> Michael Towns from Game Boy Games. Beautiful Michael Towns. Uh, I decided to choose this one because it's like a good Michael Towns uh, quote. Why? Because it's eight pages long? Yep. <laughs> Mini novella. Michael Towns says, buttload of kart races out of nowhere, kind of like Smash Clones in 22, with some kind of Fortnite kart mode being added at some later point and people making memes of Ariana Grande taking out Darth Vader and Mr. Beast with some kind of blue shell equivalent. When I, couldn't, when I, when I thought that predictions couldn't get any more specific than Braden's. <laughs> you know what? What? I can totally see yeah, that Yeah, my, <laughs> my money's on Townsy. Like, that is... Yeah, Fortnite doing that is, uh, like, a, a gimme. At least in creative. Oh. They at least... Because they ripped off Among Us. True. Which was yep. actually quite good. Uh, I can 100% see them doing that, putting in... Especially because yeah. there was that rumor a while ago in one of the Fortnite comics. There was an outline... Um, like there was a big melee going on between all the Fortnite mm. characters, and in the background you saw an outline of Ryu and Chun Li, uh, like just the outline because it was a blast or something. 
but you could tell from the silhouette that it was Ryu and Chun-Li, and they were released uh, sort of like two months after this comic came out. And then next to it was one of Samus. And then there's been other uh, things where like they had a Kirby float past in one of the one of the cutscenes. Cool. So they're sort of hinting at uh, sort of a Nintendo collaboration, and I think Nintendo's the only one um, who hasn't collaborated with them yet. Oh wow, yeah, they full on did do that in the comic, eh? Yeah. Uh, Afrinix just saying one share in Square Enix is forty eight eighty seven. Not worth it. I, I should totally look <laughs> Not into worth that. it. Would it wait? Would it go down or up if Sony buy them? If they're going to sell, uh, it'll go right up. As soon as the company goes to sell, boom. Mm. And wait till Ben's banging on the door again. I own a share, a share, mate. Chrono Trigger. That's right. I own you. <laughs> what was that guy ages ago who um, spent like five thousand dollars buying uh, a specific amount of shares in Nintendo so he could ask a question at the general yeah. meeting? Yep. Smart boy. Or He's stupid. Like, How do you get very... past level three? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Super anyway, Mario World. Uh, I, I can actually see Michael Town's prediction coming true because, like, they did tease Samus, they did tease Kirby, uh, and it would be printing money, which is what Epic Games likes. They like the money. They like money. They like collecting it, just like skins. Braden, uh, this one's from Das Whalebeard. Das Whalebeard. Das Whalebeard. I don't know how to pronounce yeah. this. I'm going to give it a go. And I, I thought it was a spelling error. don't know what this is. No Goemon game. That's it. Goemon. Is this who we're talking about? <laughs> no. Whoa. <laughs> we're talking about Goemon? Look up Goemon video game. Uh, no, that, I think we're not going to get a Goemon video game. No, we're going to get a famous... Japanese uh, ninja. Japanese uh, ninja. Uh, that's actually a... Uh, Theatrical representation of him. Goemon, as you can see down the third oh, row. Oh, from Lupin the Third. Third row. It's the little left. kid with blue hair. Yep, little kid with blue oh. hair. Isn't he from Chrono Trigger? No! Oh, I'm going <laughs> to punch both of you. Ganbear Goemon. <laughs> Is he from Digimon? Yes, 100%. He's from Digimon. Yeah, look, at, Ash. look at this Ash little... from Digimon. Look at this little freak. That's yeah. too That's weird. Little, I don't like what a, that. What a little sexual deviant. Look at him. Yeah. Look at him. He's just like, I'm the original game soundtrack, and this is going to play while you play with my person. I don't like that. Makes me feel funny. Oh, it's from Konami. That's never going to happen. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? It's heaps of Pachenko ma- machines. They're gonna they're gonna do a teaser trailer, and it's gonna be of a, a cardboard box. But he's saying, and no then under on. the cardboard box, this little freak's gonna pop out, and he's gonna be like, "Hey, you play my Pachenko machines?" No, that's probably actually gonna happen. No Goemon games. So is Pachenko a game? Yes. You're playing it. Mystical Ninja. Mm. Right. That game's uh, worth a bit. Triple Indie. All right. Deep Let's out with version 1.0 of Tears of the Kingdom is so unoptimized for launch that it causes somebody's switch to literally melt internally. <laughs> literally. Modders, however, will manage to emulate it to a much improved and safe uh, technical state within a fortnight of launch. However, Nintendo then nukes them from it with a cease and desist within 48 hours. But bam. You can kind of see this happening. Truth be told. Yeah, me too. But we've been Hack the Dino. Be sure to visit hackthedino.com. Uh, leave us a review. Subscribe to all our things there. And, you know, let, let's let's grow this 2023. Let's leave some reviews. Let's tell some friends. Let's uh, let's eat lots of food and just get massive and pumped and ripped. And, like, we'll just go around bashing, like, inanimate... Ob- <laughs> My shorts are really slippery on this seat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we'll just end it there. That's great.